What the fuck is up? This is Lil T with the Unapologetic Tea Podcast. Are you a people pleaser? Are you constantly trying to make other people happy? And we are going to jump right the fuck in. I know if you listened to my last podcast with my oldest daughter, I kind of touched at the end saying that I think I'm going to touch a little bit on what I went through in my past relationships with my daughter's fathers. Um, But there's something else that has been weighing on my heart this past week. And I really would prefer to um, just fresh brain it. This is on my mind and we are just going to dive right into it. Um, I have so much fucking energy today. I am like hype, hype, hype. I'm a little bit behind. Usually I record two days before uh, the release the next day and then release it the third day. But this week I am running a little bit behind. I'm going to be doing my recording and my editing all in one day. So that way you guys can hear this first thing on Thursday morning because consistency is key. I don't want to miss a fucking week and I want to get this fucking out there to you guys because I think this is going to be a really fucking powerful um, segment that I want to talk to you guys about. It's Like I said, it's been weighing on my fucking mind and heart all week this week and I need to fucking get it out there to you guys. social media thing that we brought up last week. I touched base with you guys a little bit on how I felt with um, Addison and social media with preteens and teenagers and I also talked about social media with my relationship. Um, I brought up the thing with Addison last week because we went kind of through a little rough patch and I do um, kind of venture off on these podcasts where I forget that like oh yeah I also want to like share my parenting tips and like things that I'm learning and um, things that we're going through as well. So um, I wanted to uh, dive into the reason why social media was brought up in our household um, as Addison wants um, social media, why she had to watch The Social Dilemma. She has been bugging me, I think, for, not bugging me, but she's been asking um, for social media, Instagram, and Snapchat. Probably, Probably for about six months, maybe even a little bit longer than that, but I used to always tell her, like, no, absolutely not, not until you're 18, like, Most adults don't even know how to handle social media. Like, there's no way that I'm letting my um, preteen get on social media, especially Snapchat. Like, I've just heard too many things about it. I'm going to, like, backtrack a little bit and say, like, one of my friend's friend's daughters, um, who I knew her back in the day. We used to work together. Her daughter's 10 years old, and she allowed her daughter to have Snapchat. And uh, being on Snapchat, she was able to um, have somebody reach out to her that she did not know, pretended to be a young boy um, who essentially was talking to her for a specific amount of time um, without her parents knowing. 10 years old, this person convinced her to sneak out of her house Um, where she was then taken to a house across town. Um, And when her mom found out that she was gone, 
thank goodness she had a location on her, on her cell phone, um, but ended up being at a sex trafficking house. And with Snapchat, I think we all know, like anybody who still uses it, it's just not a good place to be, whether it is in a relationship or if it is, um, I mean, I know a lot of people use it for like drug dealing, um, because the messages disappear. And so Snapchat is like an absolute no, like, nope, I don't care. I don't care what you have to say, what you have to do. You're not having Snapchat. That was my number one thing with Addison. As for Instagram, my rule was always like, No, I don't want you to be on social media. It's just too easy for people to reach out to you and contact you um, that have ill intention. Like stranger danger is brought to a whole new fucking level with social media. Um, We used to, when we were growing up, we used to have to worry about like being at the grocery store or, you know, walking home from school or whatever. That was our stranger danger. Now stranger danger with social media has just made it way too easy for predators. Um, and that just fucking terrifies me. So she probably asked me again about two months ago if she could have Instagram. And I sat down with her and I asked her why do you want Instagram? And she said, well, I just want to talk to my friends. And I was like, yeah, but you have all of your friends' phone numbers. Why can't you guys text message or talk on the phone? Like, I just really don't want you to have social media right now. And she's like, well, like every kid says, well, all my friends have it, da 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 whatever. So one day I came home from work and I was sitting on the porch and I think I was reading a book. And for some reason, something inside me was like, what is Addison doing right now? And that was like not, it was not not normal for her to like be in her room. You know, like once kids hit a certain age, they like to just like do their own thing. Weslin was playing in the living room with her kinetic sand um, and Addison was in her room. That was normal. Like that wasn't unusual. But for some, for some reason, something in me was like, I need to go see what she's doing. So I get up and I go into her room and she's on her laptop. And again, not unusual. Um, And I'm like, give me your laptop. And she's like, okay. And she hands it to me and I walk out back to the porch and I start going through her internet. And she had created an Instagram. Um, Now her phone is on lockdown. Like I literally, literally like do not let her have access to the internet or um, applications. She can't download anything. She can only text message or call certain people that I approve. Um, But her computer is one thing that I haven't really like super locked down. Um, And so I was really, really, really upset. I really didn't know what to say to her, how to act, how to respond. Um, Garrett had gotten to my house and he was like, what's going on? And I told him, you know, my, the way that I was raised, my mom would have taken that laptop, snapped it in half and thrown it in the trash and well, beat me with it and then thrown it in the trash. (laughs) And I'm trying not to raise my children how I was raised because we know more things now. We know like what is effective as a parent, what's effective in our parenting styles and what's not effective. And that reaction that I wanted to have because that's how I was raised would not have been effective. Um, So I sat there and talked with Garrett for a few minutes about what the next step was. I was 
really upset. I did not want her to have um, any phone, any computer. I wanted her to ground her. I wanted, um, I mean, she snuck behind my back. That was the biggest thing. She lied to my face and snuck behind my back. And for me, that is a betrayal that's more so than like the deed that was done. Like you, you betrayed me. Um, and I don't trust you and I'm really, really, really upset. Um, upon further talking to Garrett, he was like, Hey, let's take a step back and let's like talk about what like is going to happen if you punish her or what, um, our other options are. Um, because teenagers, we know teenagers, we were teenagers at one point, if they want to do something, they're going to fucking do it. They're going to figure out a way to do it. Um, whether it's having social media or whether it's being on the computer or whether it's, um, you know, sneaking to friends' houses and getting on their internet, they're always going to find a way. Um, and he's right. He's absolutely right. I mean, I would rather my kids be honest with me about what's going on than sneaking behind my back so I can at least have some kind of protection over them. Um, so after talking to him, I was like, okay, well, there needs to be some kind of um, repercussions because she did lie. Um, and then there's going to need to be some standards held if we decide to let her have Instagram or social media. Um, so we came up with the idea of First and foremost, you have to watch The Social Dilemma, which is what she talked about last week, was that she finally watched it. Um, I want all your emails and passwords, all your login information. Um, and then there was one more thing. Oh, and I have access to it at any point, anytime. I can log on to it, whatever. Um, and that she wasn't allowed to talk to or interact or... Um, accept friend requests from anybody that she didn't personally know. Um, so that was where we were at with that. And it took her a long time to do it. And then just a life update. She still doesn't have Instagram. I She's just been kind of spiraling this past like couple of weeks, which is crazy to me because, you know, she's been given so, so much. But that's what teenagers do, right? They spiral. Um, so right when we moved, she got in trouble and so I got her a journal and she's been having these like outbreaks of like anger. Like I just didn't understand like, what are you so angry about? Like you finally got your own bedroom, you decorated it how you wanted to decorate it. You have a dirt bike, you are starting a new school, which I know is a little like nerve wracking, but it's exciting as well. Um, I mean, you're given so much what's going on with this anger. So she was given a journal so that way she could write down three things that she was grateful for. And I'll talk more on that in a little bit of the reason why I did that and why it's good to have a, whether it's a morning routine or a, an evening routine, something to change your mindset and where you're at. And I want you guys to raise your fucking vibes. I want this week's podcast to be all about like setting boundaries for yourself. No is not a fucking bad word. I will say all the bad words in the fucking book. Um, no is not fucking one of them. Are you a people pleaser? Like does life happen to you or is it happening for you? You have to really, really, really 
grasp these concepts and think of what I'm asking. Are you afraid to say no? Are you always saying yes, even though you're like, oh, yes, I'll do that. Um, And do you believe that life is happening for you, not to you? Not every day is fucking rainbows and sunshines. It is rain and cloudy skies and sometimes things happen and sometimes it seems like a series of events where you're just like, oh my gosh, am I going to get a break? Am I going to catch a break? Because I just cannot take this anymore. Um, I just want you guys to take this next, however long this podcast takes for me to talk about this and really think about how life is serving you not happening to you like it's not happening to you it's here for you and how you can change your mindset first and foremost i want to talk about what it means to be a people pleaser and if you resonate with any of these things i really hope that you'll stay and listen and hopefully we can get your mind to retrack and uh, get on the right road to stop being a people pleaser, saying no, setting boundaries, and realizing that manifestation and life is happening for you, not to you. So first and foremost, um, what it means to be a people pleaser. You agree even when you disagree to stop an argument. So this can be so many things. I'm just going to throw this out there. I mean, I've done it before and sometimes I'm stuck in a situation where I have to do it. If I'm sitting down with a client and they say something like, yeah, Biden is great. (laughs) I can't really say much because I'm with a client. I can't voice my opinion. I don't want to have that argument. I'm not in the time, place, space to have that argument. Um, The want, the will, the need. I'm there to heal you. I'm not there to argue with you. Um, So... I have so been there. You agree even when you disagree just to stop an argument, okay? My next one is you apologize too much. Saying sorry when you can, can't attend an event. Like somebody invites you to one of their kids' birthday parties and you're like, oh my God, I have so much fucking going on that day. I really don't want to listen to a bunch of little fucking crotch goblins running around all fucking afternoon. I have a headache before I even attend that fucking day. But of course you're saying yes because you feel obligated to. And then it comes down to the day of and you're saying sorry. Like, hey, I'm sorry, I can't make it. Um, And then you're coming up with some bullshit excuse, right? Like, so-and-so, you know, got sick or whatever your excuse is, is you're coming up with an excuse, but your first word that came out of your mouth was, I'm sorry. Why are you sorry? Stop being fucking sorry. You didn't do anything wrong. You are allowed to say no. You are allowed to give a reasonable excuse and be honest. You don't have to lie. Most people appreciate the honesty anyways. Like, hey, you know what? I, uh, I committed to this a month in advance. Um, I planned on being there, but you know what? This last week was crazy. Work was draining. My clients took all my energy. My kids are assholes. My relationship is, you know, needs some attention right now. (laughs) I'm just not going to make it. Why do you have to say I'm sorry? Why do you have to say I'm sorry? You don't have to fucking say you're sorry when you did nothing wrong. Um, Or like another example, I was at the grocery store the other day and I was grabbing 
a probably a lunchable for one of the girls or something. And this lady totally fucking ran into me. She ran into me, but I turned around and said, Oh, I'm sorry. Why? Why the fuck did I do that? Why did I say I'm sorry to her? She ran into me. I'm just saying sorry, I think, to keep the peace and not start an argument. I've also done this. I realized I had a bad, I started a habit out of saying that I'm sorry when I run into people if I was out. Like, if I was out partying, I was at the bar, people were drinking, alcohol was flowing. Everyone thinks they're a lot tougher than they are with a little bit of alcohol in their system. Um, and, you know, whatever, we're all swaying and curving and swerving and moving and you run into somebody. I started this habit of apologizing to somebody even though they ran into me Um before a fight broke out, before somebody was like, what the fuck, bitch? Because it was just easier to just keep the peace and just be like, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. Um, and keep moving on with my day. No, I'm not fucking sorry. I didn't fucking do shit. I'm done fucking being sorry. Done. Done fucking being sorry. So another way is um, when other people's moods or feelings change your mood. Like, you know, are you burdened by their feelings or are you matching their energy? So when you walk into a room and you are feeling fucking hype, you are like, I was just jamming out in my car. I was having so much fucking fun. And then I got home and my kids were in a shitty ass mood. They had a bad day at school. And now my whole mood is like, like fucking crash like matching your fucking energy because you're in a bad mood and now I'm in a fucking bad mood like total empath like no 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 we're not matching other people's energy keep your fucking energy your energy you are responsible for your emotions you're responsible for your energy um, and don't let other people bring you the fuck down don't match their fucking energy um you always say yes this is another one. Um, and I really try to remind myself, if it is not a fuck yes, then it's a fuck no. If I'm not like fucking hyped up, like, hey, you want to go up to the lake this weekend and go camping? And I'm like in the back of my head, like, yeah, that sounds great. But I have so many chores to do this weekend. I've been camping every fucking weekend. I have a house to clean. Um, I got laundry to do. I got to go grocery shopping. I got to clean the trailer. Like there's so much or whatever but if it's not a fuck yes it's a fuck no okay like you have got to get in the mindset of like if I'm not stoked on this then it's gonna be a no and I'm not fucking sorry for it either you need people to like you even if you don't like them <laughs> I am the worst at this you guys I am rec a recovering people pleaser I'm just gonna put that out there right now like I am trying so hard not to fucking people please um and these all at one point in my life have resonated with me and i'm trying so hard to change my mind it takes a lot to change your fucking mind okay let me read that to you again you need people to like you even if you don't like them this is me 150 fucking percent um, sometimes people won't like me and I will not understand why. And I will be so sad. Um, not even so sad. Just like I'm a dope ass fucking person. I know who I am. I know what the fuck I bring to the table table. I have like good ass fucking energy. I want the best for people. I'm not fucking jealous or insecure. Like I want everyone to fucking win, but you don't like me. And 
that makes me like, like, I know that if you just took a minute (laughs) to get to know me, we could have a good ass fucking time together. And I think one of the biggest things with this one is like my example from personal experience, it was my sister and brother-in-law's wedding. Um, It was at this beautiful venue, um, one of their friend's houses. And, you know, me and my sister grew up three years apart. We have some of the same friends and we have some different friends. And, you know, there's this one group of friends of hers that don't like me. And I am thinking exactly that. I'm like, what the fuck? I am a dope ass human. I fucking work hard. I take care of my shit. Like I make good money. We love to fucking do all the same things. We love to party. We love to golf. We love to fucking, I mean, we would be so dope as a group of friends. Like, why don't you like me? Come here. Let me make you love me. Like, (laughs) why? Why? You like, you don't like them they don't like you, fucking leave it alone. Like, why do you have to be overly nice? Why do you have to kiss somebody's ass or try to convince them to fucking like you when you don't even like them? Like, knock it off. Knock it the fuck off, okay? Sometimes as empaths, like, you know, we're givers. And sometimes we need to set limits because takers rarely do. Let me say that one more time. For those in the fucking back, givers need to set limits because takers rarely do. So you guys set some fucking boundaries. Choose what is important to you and don't fucking back down from it. Whether it's your home life, your life with your spouse, your life with your relationship with yourself, Um, work, business, whatever the fuck it is, family, it doesn't fucking matter. Find your fucking standards. Find what the fuck is important to you because you need to know that. You need to be aware of it. And when you're aware of it, it becomes so much easier to set those fucking boundaries, you guys. I am 32 years old and I started learning that no is not a fucking bad word with uh, Mama J. And I think I talked about this last week on last week's podcast. She taught me like, number one, no is not a bad fucking word. She, I used to get my feelings hurt so bad when I used to be like, hey, do you want to go bowling with the girls and I? And she never tells me no. Like very, very, very rarely does she tell me no. But she'd be like, no, that does not sound fun for me. And I'd be like, wait, what? What? Uh, what? You're hurting my feelings. You don't want to go bowling with me and the girls? Like, what the hell? And she'd be like, no, I don't want to go. I don't like wearing those fucking clown shoes. I don't think these are her exact words. But whatever it was, she was not afraid to say no. And when she finally had the conversation with me, she sat down with me and she was like, hey, no is not a bad word. Like, I love you and I want to do all the fucking things with you. But sometimes I don't fucking want to do those things. Like, no is not a bad word. Like, we really need to start thinking about what you think you deserve. Like, and you can set those fucking boundaries. You know what you want. You have got, you are responsible for your own emotions. I just said that, okay? What do you think you deserve from this world? Do you think that you deserve to be treated terribly? Do you think that you deserve um, 
the negative part of the world? Do you, does something bad happen to you and you're like, yep, I know that's karma for something in my life. I fucking deserved that one. Like you, we have to change our mindset. You know, one thing I heard, um, when I was in a previous dating situation, I was never like good enough for this guy. And I was so upset because I was like, God, I'm a, like I said, I'm a fucking dope ass person. Like, why am I not fucking good enough for this person? And then he started dating somebody else who was so fucking, I hate to be this person, but just like a recovering drug addict, just fucking nasty, doesn't fucking work. Like I'm like, and then now I'm mind fucked because I'm like, dude, I have a dope ass job. I take good ass care of my kids. I'm hella fucking positive and upbeat. No, guess what? He didn't deserve me. He didn't believe that he deserved me. So in a relationship, when you look at these past relationships that failed and they're with somebody who's not as dope as you, remember, they are with who they think they deserve. Holy fucking shit. Mike, motherfucking drop. They are with who they think they fucking deserve. So take a look around you. Look at your situation. Are you with somebody that you think you deserve? And are you proud of that person? I waited years and had so much heartbreak and uh, just worked on myself for such a long time and questioned myself all the fucking time on what the fuck do I want? What the fuck do I deserve? And look at what the universe fucking gave me. A man that fucking treats me like a goddamn queen even when I act like a fucking spoiled brat. Um, and so you just have to remember that. What do you think you deserve? Okay. Um, set your expectations, but also realize like expectations versus standards. Like I had to think about this one. This one took me a step back because my standards are like kindness, communication, love, laughter. Like those are my standards. My expectation, this is not my expectation, this is just an example, but your expectation is so-and-so needs to take me out to a fancy dinner every Friday night. (laughs) Like, I mean, that's not going to go over very well, but that's the difference between standards and expectations. Standards should be honest, but also compassionate. And what is the absolute minimum you're willing to accept from other people, but also from yourself? Take a deep dive in, you guys. Take a deep dive in and look at yourself. Realize that you're responsible for how you feel. Nobody else is responsible for making you happy, for cheering you up. Of course, they can like try to do those things, but you ultimately are responsible for your emotions, period, point blank, 100%, okay? You guys, the world is a mirror of your mind. You attract energy, Okay, remember that the world is a mirror of your fucking mind. You attract energy. You attract your energy. You attract what you're putting out in the fucking world. Okay, I want you guys to think about, um, you know, I heard this earlier on another podcast. Think about your reaction. How are you reacting to things? If you spill your coffee on your brand new MacBook 
Pro computer that you just spent a good fucking chunk of money for on. You worked your fucking ass off for, on this computer. You wanted it so that way you, your work was easier or your play was easier, whatever, whatever it may be. You just spent a good chunk of money on this brand new computer and fucking, of course, you spilt a cup of coffee on it right on the keyboard. What do you say to yourself? What are the words that you speak to yourself when you do something or when something like this happens? Are you negative? Are you, I'm so fucking clumsy. That was so fucking stupid. I'm such a fucking idiot. I cannot believe I just fucking did that. Think of the words that you are putting into the fucking universe. You are such an idiot. You are so clumsy. You are putting those words into the universe. Life is happening for you. Okay. You might be taking a few steps back right now, but Hey, this isn't your life. Change your fucking mindset. You have to change your mind. If you keep putting it into the universe, it's going to keep doing it. Okay. And I heard this thing that Steve Harvey said, um, yesterday, my honey showed it to me and it was funny because he didn't know that this was literally my topic for this podcast today. But he said, if you say every or all men are dogs, you're going to meet every goddamn one of them. <laughs> okay, if you say every or all men are dogs, you're going to meet every fucking goddamn last one of them. You have to change your fucking mindset. Change what you are putting into the universe. What you are asking for is what you will receive. If you tell yourself you will never be rich, you'll never be rich. If you tell yourself that you are already rich, that you are overflowing in every aspect that is positive in your life, whether it's love, patience, kindness, money, whatever the fuck it is, you're overflowing. Guess what's going to happen? All of a sudden, things are going to start fucking happening for you because you already believe that it is yours. Change your fucking mindset. The world is a mirror to your fucking energy. Negative vibes ruin your day. Like, I mean, are we letting something that goes wrong, whether it's a big thing or a small thing, ruin our whole fucking day? Or are we training ourselves right now to take 10 minutes, 15 minutes, sit down to the side, think about like, do I want this to ruin my whole fucking day? Like, I'm going to lose 24 hours in this fucking day because this thing happened and I'm going to stress about it all day long. I'm not going to stop talking about it. I'm going to keep bringing it up. I'm going to tell every person that I see about it and I am just going to be this person walking down the street with a dark cloud with thunderstorms raining over the top of me all fucking day. Life is too fucking short, guys. Life is too short. Life is too fucking short to lose 24 hours in a day. If you can change your fucking mind, your fucking vibe, and not let things like that get in the way of ruining your whole day, what could you have done in that period of time that could have been productive versus woe is me? What could have been productive for you in that day instead of letting bad vibes take over 
ruin your whole day, and now you've lost 24 hours in that day. What could you have done differently, and how are you going to change it? Deep diving back into the standards versus expectations, um, I'm going to give you guys another little analogy. Anal- analogy? Analogy? What the fuck? What the fuck ever? You guys know what the fuck I'm trying to say. Um, I heard this as well, and it stuck with me because it's so fucking true. So say your bank account your savings account has $500 in it. You like where that sits. You like that $500 sitting there. Something happens, you have a little cushion, $500, that's your standard. Um, And then say your grandma gives you $1,000 and you're just like, fuck yes. Like, I'm not gonna fucking put this in my savings account. I'm gonna go get me something nice. Like, I deserve to take myself out shopping. I deserve to go do something nice for myself. Um, and you blow that $1,000. Well, you still have $500 in your savings account because that's your standard. You're comfortable with that. But now life happens. And let's say you got an unexpected vet bill, okay? And now that $500 just went down to $200. And you're like, fuck, I'm so fucking comfortable when I see that number in my savings account. $500, that's the number that I like to keep in my bank account. And now this fucking emergency happened and now I have $200 in my bank account. That is lower than my standard, okay? What can I do? What do I need to do to get that number back up to $500? So you're gonna work more hours, Are you going to um, try and sell some things? Are you going to Craigslist all of your things that you have in your house just to get that number back up to $500? What if we raise our fucking standards, okay? What if we're like, you know what? No, I want $1,000 in my bank account, in my savings account. I want $1,000 in my savings account so if anything happens, I am not afraid of what could happen if I have to break into that. Raise your fucking standards. Raise your standards on your day-to-day life, your family life, your dating life. Raise your standards. $500 isn't enough. You're worth more than that. You are worth more than $500. You have to put in the fucking work, okay? And what steps do you need to take to raise your standard, okay? What can be your new standard, and how the fuck do you get there? How do you raise your fucking standards, guys? Okay, think about that. So I guess I have some homework for you guys this week, so I'm asking you guys all these crazy fucking questions, and I'm like, feel like I'm yelling at you guys, but I want you to get fucking hyped up. I want you to change your fucking vibe. I want you to change your fucking standards, change your fucking expectations, raise your fucking bar, because I know that you fucking have it in you. I know you fucking have it in you, just like I know I have it in me, just like I know my kids have it in them, just like I know my spouse has it in him. Raise your fucking standards, raise your energy, raise your fucking price. You are worth more. So raise your standards, set your fucking boundaries. Don't accept anything fucking less. Work harder, wake up every day to fucking fight for more because we're stuck in a fucking rut. We're stuck in a fucking rut. We get stuck in this rut of life where we're like, oh, I'm comfortable and this is good. And then all of a sudden something happens and you're like, oh my God, this isn't fucking good. What the fuck? My whole world is jumbling. Ah, ah, ah. And then you're like, sometimes the universe has to fucking shake you and go, hey, you're fucking worth more than this. I put you here on this planet to be fucking worth more than this. So sometimes we have to take a step back. Okay, here's an example for me. For the past five years, I feel like I've been stuck in this rut, 
and I talked to uh, Auntie J, Mama J, my best friend about it, and she's like, give yourself love and grace, okay? And that was great advice. Remember love and grace, you guys. Be easy on yourselves when you're going through shit. Sometimes you realize that you're fighting for things and you don't even you don't even realize it. You don't realize that you're just trying to get back up on your feet. I just talked to her about how I feel like I've been stuck in this rut. I feel like my mid-20s was my peak. I worked my ass off at my job. I moved up um, to a lead position. Then I moved up to a manager position. Then I moved up to an assistant director position. And then I moved up to a director position in two years. While I was pregnant, while I was going through an abusive relationship um, with a guy that was addicted to pills, he was physically, mentally, emotionally abusing me. And I fucking fought to get my ass to the fucking top while I was pregnant and going through all of that. Okay. I fucking fought because I knew I fucking wanted more. I had more ambition. I had more goals. I had more fucking fight in me. Once that relationship was done, once everything was finalized, and once I was able to get back on my feet after being left homeless, I stepped down from the director position back into what I had my license for working six hours a day, taking care of my kids and making more money. I do not regret that decision at all, you guys. That was the best decision I could have possibly ever made at that time in my life. I was 27 years old, okay? Now, I'm 32. Now, I look at myself and I was telling Jody, what the fuck have I been doing all these years? What the fuck have I been doing? I've been stuck. I've been working Monday through Friday, 9 a.m. to 3 p.m. I've been doing the same six hours every day. I've been picking up my kids from school and dropping them off and doing homework and making dinner. And I'm stuck in a fucking rut. And you know what she said to me? She said, give yourself love and grace. Okay. You were homeless. You got on your feet. We helped you get on your feet. You lived with us for a year. Then COVID hit. Okay, COVID hit, guys. So be fucking easy on ourselves, right? We forget about 2020 because it was all a fucking blur. How did we even fucking make it out of 2020? If you made it out and you feel like you're stuck in a fucking rut, remember, we fucking survived. We're still fucking pushing, okay? She said COVID hit, okay? You got into your own place. You've been there for two years. You've got a new routine. You're stable. Your kids are happy and you're fucking happy. Be fucking happy with that. Oh my God. Okay, Mike motherfucking drop on that one. She fucking knocked me, bing, bing, right back into reality. Now though, I'm so fucking proud of myself. I'm so fucking thankful for the tribe that I have that has helped pick my fucking ass up, shake me around a little bit, slap me over my fucking face and say, bitch, you're going to be worth more than this. But now... Now I'm comfortable. We're going to keep on fucking going, you guys. We are not fucking stopping here. We are going to fucking push for more. Okay. I fought for what I had. I fought to pick myself up. I fought to get my kids in a stable situation, relationship, home, everything. We are not going to stop because guess what? The universe has more. The universe is all giving. The universe has more for us as long as we open our hearts, our minds, our arms, and we are ready to receive it. We are 
believing that is already fucking ours, then it's already ours. It's already ours. We just have to keep taking that step, keep getting up, keep doing the routine, keep fucking fighting for it. Nothing comes fucking easy, but when you fucking fight for it, you just don't even realize all the things that the universe is just going to drop right into your fucking lap. All the things that you asked for for so fucking long, all of a sudden start becoming reality. All of a sudden you look around you and you're like, holy fuck, I fucking manifested this. I fucking asked for this. I fucking worked for this. Like I have been like on my fucking grind, my gratitude, my fucking energy shift. And now look at where the fuck I am. Now look at what the fuck this fucking universe is doing for me because the world is working for me, not to me. So you guys, I want you to take a moment and I want you to think to yourselves, if you were to say the things that you say to yourself, to your friends, to your family, to your kids, to your spouse, how, like, would you say those same things? Would you tell them you're a fucking idiot? No, we're not going to fucking say that to our, the people that we love, the people that are in our lives, the people that are around us when they're going through a hardship. Why do we fucking say it to ourselves? Why do we say, yep, this is my life? No, you wouldn't say that to somebody else. You wouldn't look at somebody dead in their eyes after they made a mistake and say, well, that's your life. No, and if anyone is saying that to you, you better get them the fuck out of here because absolutely the fuck not. You're not saying it to your loved ones. You're not saying it to your spouse. You're not saying it to your friends, your family. Stop saying it to your fucking self. Stop being so fucking mean to yourselves, okay? going to touch on what happened to me um, that Addison brought up um, the three things that happened to me and you know what I fucking put it into the universe too because one thing happened and then a second thing happened and then I was like well it always comes in three so I wonder what the third one is gonna be I fucking asked for that I fucking asked for that third one to come in like a goddamn wrecking ball because I put it in the fucking universe I manifested it I fucking said it the world reacted to my fucking energy and I received it and was like, oh, I got to stop saying that. I got to stop saying that bad things come in threes because who I am fucking asking for it. Okay. So in December of last year, I got in a car accident and I want to elaborate on that a little bit. I know that we talked about it a little bit with Addison, but I want to go into detail with that. I was working three jobs, guys. I was working uh, my normal Monday through Friday shift, um, and then Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, I was bartending and serving. Um, I figured, fuck, if I'm going to be out at night anyways, I might as well make some fucking money doing it. I didn't have to, but the extra money was super nice, and I was helping one of my clients because they could not fucking hire people because nobody wants to fucking work right now. Of course, everybody just wants money from the government sit on their asses, but that's a conversation for a different day. Anyways, I was working three fucking jobs. I was working seven days a week, okay? Leaving my bartending job at 11.30 at night one night, I was driving home, and I went to go underneath the underpass. My light turned green. I go, next thing I know, I see headlights, and I'm like, oh, oh my God, are they coming at me? And then before I could even finish that thought, smashed into the front of me. The car that I worked so fucking hard to get, 
in 2020. And now it's 2021. It's barely a fucking year after I buy my little RAV4. I fucking put everything on it. I put a roof rack on top for my kayaks. It was everything that the girls and I needed. And now all the airbags are deployed. I fucking passed out for a second until I came to. Um, and she is fucking totaled. Totaled. The one car I'm finally fucking working my ass off to get. Did it on my fucking own. And now she sits on the side of the road completely fucking smashed because of somebody else. Because of somebody else. Okay. I, it's late at night. I am not the type of person that wants to burden anybody. I don't want to call anybody to come give me a ride home. I'm all the way on the other side of town. Everyone that I know that could come and give me a ride is on the opposite side of town. Um, and it's late. It's late at night. So I asked the cop, you know, do you think you could give me a ride home? And he's like, well, where do you live? And I tell him and he's like, oh, man, you know, I would if you didn't live so far. But we are really busy tonight. And we just have call after call after call. And I'm like, you know what? It's okay. I'll Uber. I'll just call an Uber. And he's like, are you sure? You don't have anybody else you can call? And I'm like, nope. You know what? It's fine. I'm not going to wake anybody up. I'm not going to burden anybody else. That is a terrible mindset to have also, you guys. I'm just going to Uber. I'm just going to Uber. Then nobody has to worry about coming and rescuing my fucking helpless ass. Because one thing about me is I hate feeling like I'm fucking helpless. I... I just don't like it. I don't like being vulnerable. I don't like feeling like I'm helpless. That's something that I'm working on. I know that I would have had people there in a fucking heartbeat. I could have called anybody at that time of night. They would have answered their phones. They would have came and got me. They would have done whatever they needed. Okay. So I get home in the Uber and I realize I don't have my fucking garage door opener. <laughs> My garage door opener is sitting on the visor in my car that just got fucking towed to the tow yard. Um, and I don't have a house key. Finally, let me in. And then I go to lay down and realize, holy fuck, I have a concussion. I'm in so much pain. I have whiplash. I need to go to the fucking hospital. So 5 a.m., um, Gary, Jody's husband, comes and picks me up. Um, picks the girls up, takes the girls over to the house so Jody can keep an eye on them. Gary goes to the hospital with me um, and sits there and waits for me to get checked out. And you guys, it's been eight months and I'm still dealing with the legal fucking shit on this fucking car accident. But you know what? You change your mindset. You have to change your mindset. This isn't happening to you. This is happening for you. And something that I always try to remind myself is like, hey, Everything happens for a reason. You may not know what that reason is right now, but just remember that something bigger and better is going to come through. And it did. It absolutely did. Um, a few, I think it was two months down the road, I was able to get into um, my dream car, which is a forerunner, um, just by chance because nobody had any brand new fucking cars on the lots. Um, and I'm super fucking grateful for that. Okay. Um, one month after that, happened. I still hadn't even had my forerunner yet. Um, I was borrowing my mom's car. I uh, got home late from work. I was still working three jobs and uh, it was probably midnight. About two o'clock in the morning, I heard an alarm going off. I wake up and I'm foggy. I'm kind of like, what the fuck is that sound? Like, I don't really know what's going on. 
walk out into the living room, there's about three inches of water on the ground, look out the front door, and there is smoke rolling out of the um, water heater room. Get the girls, get the dogs, didn't even grab anything important. You guys, if you don't have an evacuation plan, you know we learned it in fucking elementary school. There is a reason they fucking tried to teach us evacuation plans because when shit goes south, you are not in the right mindset unless you have a plan that you've fucking practiced because I didn't grab shit that was important to me. I didn't grab any, all I have is one box of paperwork that I think is important to grab. It's like birth certificates and social security cards and all those kinds of things, but I didn't even grab it. I just grabbed my kids and my dogs and I put them in the car and I drove them across the street and I called 911. And then of course I live in a townhouse that's attached to other townhouses. I know that my neighbor has a brand new baby. I'm like, do I need to knock on their door and get them evacuated? Like, holy fuck. Like you have to set a fucking plan, have to set a plan. So that was number two. Right. And that, after that, I was like, all right, all right, universe, it comes in threes. It fucking comes in threes. What else do you got for me? What else do you have for me? And a month after that, still working three jobs. That was when um, I pulled up to my daughter's daycare and my purse got stolen out of the truck. Okay, so quick, two fucking minutes. It takes me to run in, grab her, come out, and my purse is gone with the keys to the vehicle that was running that wasn't even my vehicle, just the vehicle I was driving at the time. Um, until I bought my forerunner, okay? And of course, at that time, the sun hit the cameras that were on the daycare at the perfect time where they couldn't fucking see anything. Um, you know, the week later, I realized my AirPods were in my purse. If I would have thought about that immediately, I would have been able to track the fucking guy. Um, and I just had to take a step back and remind myself, obviously they needed, I, had, I think I had like $300 cash in there. I canceled all my cards, whatever. There was nothing else of value that was in there. <clears throat> Not that they could use anyways. Um, but I was like, maybe they needed it more than I did. Like, you know what? At the end of the day, it is what it is. You know, I chose to leave the car unlocked, leave my purse on the seat. Maybe they needed that more than I did. Obviously, if they're doing this and it was even on the news that they had hit up another school the day before. Um, and so I'm just like, you know what? Maybe they needed it more than I did. I'm just going to keep on pushing. But this is your fucking reminder, okay? You don't need to take your passport with you everywhere you go. Why the fuck are you doing that? You're not fucking going anywhere. You're not going to go to the fucking airport and fly out of the goddamn country on a fucking Tuesday after work. Take your fucking passport out of your goddamn purse, okay? <laughs> it doesn't need to be there. Finally, fucking after 32 years, I got my passport and then I got fucking stolen. Didn't even get to go anywhere. Not even a stamp in there. I'm just like, take your fucking shit that you don't need out of your purse. You shouldn't have those valuables in your fucking purse, okay? <laughs> So now fast forward to where I'm at right now. We're just going to do a little mental health check. Um, you know, yesterday, if you would have asked me how I was, I was in a place that was like, holy fuck, my life is being flipped upside down. Um, I just moved. I mentioned that in a couple podcasts ago. Um, we just moved in with Garrett, my boyfriend, and this beautiful house. We just unpacked the last box. We're so comfortable and cozy. The girls have their own rooms. And yesterday he got a call from the landlord that he is putting the house up for sale. Holy shit. Okay, so we've been here for like three weeks and now we've got to think about packing up and moving again. 
And at first I was so angry and I was just like, fuck this motherfucker. Like, are you fucking kidding me? How like, can people just fucking do this? This is so fucking crazy to me. And I was so mad and I just wanted to like get back at him. I was like, you know what? I'm not fucking cleaning. I'm not fucking doing shit to his fucking house. I hope the dogs tear up the backyard. And then I had to take a step back and I had to stop myself in my fucking tracks So I want you guys to think about this next time your negative thoughts are taking over. How do I get out of this? How do I stop this negative thought in its track and change it into something positive? How do I do that? What do I need to tell myself right now? You know, it takes, I don't know if you guys know this or not, but it's actually a study. It takes 60 seconds for a negative thought to create a new neural pathway in your brain. What that means is that when you take 60 seconds, that's all it takes, 60 seconds, it creates a new neural pathway in your brain. Now, any negative thought that you have, it already has a pathway. It already has a highway. It's already built. It only took 60 seconds to fucking build it, but guess what? Now it's harder to change your mind from negative to positive because that highway is already built. But the fucking awesome thing about your brain is you can close those neural pathways, but it takes fucking work. Guess how long it fucking takes to close those neural pathways once they're already built. It can take over a year to change your fucking mindset after you've already created a neural pathway of negativity that only took 60 seconds. It only took 60 fucking seconds to create that highway. It's going to take at least a year to break it down. So when you start having a negative thought, a negative reaction to something, stop yourself in your tracks and go, okay, you know what? Everything happens for a fucking reason. I'm not going to think this negative thought. I'm not going to be this negative person. I want to be positive and I want to remember that the universe is going to provide something better for me. That is the reason why this is happening. Because I have something better that is coming towards me. And I I truly 100% believe that. And I was able to talk to Garrett yesterday and be like, nope, something better is coming. Something better is coming no matter what it is. We may not know what it is right now, but something better and bigger and it's, it's coming to us. And this was just the first step that we needed to open the door to receive that bigger, better thing. This has been a longer than normal podcast to you guys, but I am on a fucking rant. I'm going to wrap it up here, but I just want you guys to really fucking think about what I've talked about. Um, And when I wrap it up, I'm just going to say a few more things here, okay? Uh, Maybe they're journal prompts for you guys if you need something new to write down. Um, But I want you to take this week to really change your fucking mindset, okay? Just start slow. It doesn't have to be the perfect fucking routine. It doesn't have to be wake up, journal, workout, eat breakfast, shower, like change your routine to change your mind. Absolutely. But just do one of those things. Start off with one of those things this week. And then the following week, add another thing to it. Okay. Just a couple of things I want you guys to take from this. Healthy boundaries are like bodyguards. You guys, you have to teach others how to treat you. It's hard, but it shows that you love and respect yourself. Okay, don't fucking say sorry when it's not sincere. 
Being humble and genuinely, genuinely apologizing is great when you mean it, okay? But when you apologize just to smooth things over or make others feel more comfortable, it's emotionally draining and it's toxic, okay? Over-apologizing makes it inauthentic and it makes me think of the little boy who cried wolf. If you're always fucking saying sorry, why am I going to believe that you are actually fucking sorry? Don't fucking say sorry unless you fucking mean it, okay? And not everyone's going to love you and that's okay. You don't love everyone either. If you were the sun, you'd still find someone who prefers the fucking rain. It just is what it is, okay? And then I want you guys to think of these journal prompts this week. What do you think you personally deserve out of this day? Okay, what do you think you personally deserve out of this year, this life? Okay, and just remember, would you talk to your friends or your kids or your spouse the same way that you talk to yourself? Stop yourself in those negative thought tracks, okay? What kind of work do you do for yourself to change your mindset, okay? What do you need to do to change your fucking mindset? I want you guys to really take this and focus on this. I hope you got something from this. I hope you fucking laughed with me. I hope I jolted you a little bit. I hope I was too loud, um, whatever it may be. You guys have a great fucking week. Happy fucking Thursday and have a great weekend. Let's fucking level up and be the best that we can fucking be and keep fucking moving forward. Receive all the positive things that this fucking universe wants to give us because it's already ours. All right, you guys. Cheers. Have a great fucking weekend. I'll talk to you next week.